0: As the Austin Airport gets ready to close out a busy holiday week, there's word the federal government is committed to measures to make AUS safer. Texas lawmakers continue to debate the future of education. Some fear, though, that
1: one group is being pushed to the side. And a winter-like chill is on. We'll show you who's more likely to get down near freezing this week before a warm-up with rain. First this evening, no arrests in connection with an East Austin
0: homicide and now police are asking for the public's help. Thank you for joining us everyone. I'm Mike Rush. APD responded to the 2500 block of Saul Wilson Avenue last night at around 10 after multiple callers reported hearing gunshots. Officers found two men with what police describe as obvious trauma. One died, the other is hospitalized listed as stable. Investigators say the shooting happened during a gathering at a home on the street. A woman was also her, but police could not say how or what condition she's in an APD spokesperson says they're not certain if this was an isolated incident so they're asking people to be aware of their surroundings and call the police if they have any information Six people, including two children, are hurt after a traffic accident near Manor last night. According to Austin-Travis County EMS, three vehicles were involved in the crash that happened in the 12,000 block of East U.S. Highway 290 eastbound near FM 973. All six people were sent to hospitals with one adult in critical condition. It's not clear how the crash happened.
1: First warning weather
2: with meteorologist Nick Bannon.
1: That early morning cold front sure brought some chilly air with a wind into central Texas here today. At least we got more sunshine, though. This is how it looks over Lake Travis from the Oasis restaurant, where we've got sunshine and some high clouds streaming in. The breeze is still up, but the gusts are not as high as they were earlier. But we're still gusting over 20 miles per hour at times in spots. We expect the wind speeds and gusts start to Come down even more as we head through the overnight hours. A mostly clear to partly cloudy sky now. These clouds will thicken up a little bit overnight. Temperatures will keep dropping though, despite some clouds at times. Low 50s is where we are now, but notice the drop tonight 49 by 9, 47 at 11 with a partly cloudy sky. Coming up in first morning weather, we've got chilly nights ahead, including the potential that some of you see near or below freezing temperatures. We'll highlight the areas most at risk of that ahead of a slow warm-up leading to a wetter pattern.
0: Okay, Nick, thanks. A small but determined crowd walked downtown today to show their support for police officers. The group, describing themselves as concerned citizens, arranged the walk and rally to pay tribute to fallen and injured officers and show their support. They walked from the state capitol to Austin City Hall.
2: We want to make sure the community knows we support our police and that we want them to support us supporting the police. Basically, we're all one voice for Austin, and uh, we want change.
0: The group is pushing the city of Austin to agree to a contract with Austin Police Association and to fill hundreds of vacancies currently on the force. Well, as Texas lawmakers continue a historic debate over education in the state, some are worried the most vulnerable students are being left out. Hundreds of thousands of special needs Texans rely on services in our public schools, but special education has long been underfunded and nearly a billion dollars of additional support failed to pass this session. Amy Litzinger is living with quadriplegic cerebral palsy. Her educational journey was harder than most, but she thrived with the help of a dedicated paraprofessional. She earned spots in gifted and talented programs and advanced placement courses. She eventually made her way to a career in policy, advocating for others like her at the Capitol. And she worries today's special needs kids don't have the same opportunities.
2: There's not a whole lot that I could have done without um, my special education services. That's not happening
0: for many students with disabilities because um, there's not enough funding for the amount of paraprofessionals we need. Last year, a special commission of lawmakers found Texas is underfunding special education by almost $2 billion. Last week, the legislature's massive education savings accounts bill failed, taking $750 million more for special education down with it. Tens of thousands of passengers are expected to come through Austin's airport today, one of the busiest of the Thanksgiving holiday week. Today caps off the weekend post-holiday hustle, with projected numbers from AUS showing over 35,000 passengers. Yesterday, more than 31,000 passengers were screened through TSA. And tomorrow, AUS is expecting over 29,000 passengers to move through the airport. And with more travelers comes the need for more airport staff. According to U.S. Congressman Lloyd Doggett, extra staffing is on the way. Last month, Doggett sent a letter to the FAA urging them to address low air traffic controller staffing levels at AUS. Shortly before Thanksgiving, Doggett says he spoke with the FAA and received promising news. When it comes to staffing, he says additional air traffic controllers would be coming to Austin. One more in December and another in January. On the equipment front, Doggett says the FAA is prioritizing Austin's airport to get a system that will help with safety but he says they won't get that until June of next year. A system that will indicate everything that's happening at the airport, on the ground, on these various runways. Our controllers have a better way of recognizing any danger overlap that might exist. This comes after the FAA announced AUS would be the first to receive a new tower simulator system in January. That's supposed to help with training air traffic controllers. Pharmacies around the country are struggling to keep enough pharmacy technicians, the workers who help you get your medication on time. Sam Stark tells us how One Texas University is starting a new program to help address the shortage in Texas
2: maybe not the most glamorous job but it's an important one the pharmacy technicians are the backbone of the pharmacies but since the pandemic many pharmacies have struggled to fill their ranks that includes Terrytown pharmacy where Ching says he has seen technicians leave for other jobs some to get jobs that offer telework or others just leaving the area due to the high cost of living
1: it's always been kind of um, tough to find technicians especially with a lot of experience but i think because of the pandemic
2: there's just a lot more options
0: with pharmacy technicians we have seen reports of shortages in the hospital shortages in community chain pharmacies as well as independent pharmacies
2: hoping to address these challenges texas a m is starting a pharmacy technician program at two of its campuses with hopes to eventually expand to four the program lasts only 17 weeks with the final five placing students in pharmacies where they are earning money while getting hands-on experience i think what sets us apart
0: is Number one, we are going to seek accreditation.
2: And that's not a requirement of pharmacy technician programs, but we want to ensure a high quality program. Excited about just um, more places that are equipping new pharmacy technicians. So entering um, more people into the workforce that are able to work and they're trained, it's gonna be huge. Sam Stark, and
0: News. Silicon, more hostages released today in the ongoing ceasefire between Israel and Hamas, the young American who was let go after being held for nearly two months. And millennials and Gen Xers packing up and making a move to the Lone Star State, which Texas cities they're flocking to. A new study names Austin as one of the top 10 cities millennials moved to last year. The study from Smart Asset ranks Austin as number nine with more than 103,000 new millennials moving here throughout last year. That's nearly 11% of the city's population. Austin wasn't the only Texas city represented represented in the top 10. Colleen ranked number eight, attracting nearly 17,000 new millennials, which also marks nearly 11% of that town's overall population. The study defines millennials as people from 25 to 44 years old. And as far as Gen Xers, those between 45 and 54 years old, Smart Asset shows just over 2,000 Gen Xers taking up residence in Wichita Falls, bringing the total population for that age range up nearly 11,000 residents. Currently, Gen X represents over 10% of the total population of Wichita Falls
1: chilly day today 12 degrees below normal a high of 56 normal is 68 and if you look at all these blue boxes this month that represents cooler than average days they overwhelm the red boxes I did a little math behind the scenes and our average temperature so far this month 60.7 a typical average November is 61 so if we're the month to end today it will be the a cooler-than-average month for us. The first cooler-than-average month since April. But we've still got a little left to go. We'll show you a warm-up this week and eventually some rain in First Warning Weather. Hamas released 17 hostages
0: today, including four-year-old American Abigail Eden. President Biden has confirmed that Abigail was held hostage for 51 days after both of her parents were killed by Hamas militants on October 7th. The president praised the release of the four-year-old American during remarks from Nantucket this morning.
2: She's now safely in Israel, and we continue to press and expect for additional Americans will be released as well. And we will not stop working until every hostage is returned to their loved ones.
0: According to a list from Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's office, a number of other young children are also among those freed today. Israel has also released 39 Palestinians, all of whom are minors from Israeli prisons.
1: Turning now to our forecast, it was a beautiful day outside, nice yeah. and sunny, but boy, it had a chill to it, didn't it? Yeah, I know a lot of people putting up their uh, Christmas decorations, yeah. Christmas lights around the, uh, the house, and yeah, it real felt like uh, winter here today uh, with that uh, chill in the air. And it might get even colder for you tonight as some of us get near freezing. This is how it looks outside now in Marble Falls the Highland Furniture and River City Grill Camera, 55 degrees. We're starting to see some scattered clouds coming back after a mostly sunny afternoon. You see the direction those are coming from, from the southwest. And we'll have a partly cloudy sky tonight. Usually clear skies and light winds is the recipe for a cold night. And there's going to be some factors working against our temperatures dropping, including some of these clouds around. But they'll be thinning out from time to time. So we'll call it just a partly cloudy night. That should be enough to allow temperatures to drop. And the wind's going to be backing off a little bit, too. So some of those factors starting to work in the favor of a colder morning. So a chilly start for you on Monday. Many kids getting back to school after a week off. Uh, so a cold beginning to the day. Sunshine gives way to increasing clouds as we head through your Monday. So a partly sunny to mostly cloudy skies, so it's not completely gray, but it does look like a dry day. And then these clouds stay with us into Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning may actually clear a little earlier, allowing for another cold morning, but then a lot of sunshine ahead here for us on Tuesday. And then clouds start to thicken up again as we head through the day on Wednesday. As far as our forecast morning lows here tomorrow, we think we're down to 38 in Austin, but notice some of the hill country near or even slightly below freezing. 31 San Saba, 32 Lampasas, a chilly 35 in Georgetown. That might be cold enough for a little bit of frost. So a, a cold start for the day here for us tomorrow. And then more chilly mornings ahead, especially dependent on some cloud cover and wind. But we're thinking another day where we start in the 30s Tuesday morning. Wednesday, 41, and then morning lows start to rise quite a bit here by Thursday. In fact, high temperatures start to rise as well from 50s to 60s by Wednesday, 70s on Thursday, and then we're well into the upper 60s still on Friday, which puts us at or slightly above normal for this time of year. So we'll get down to 38 tonight with a partly cloudy sky, still a bit of a breeze for the first half of the night. That wind starts to back off into tomorrow morning. Partly sunny skies at first, increasing clouds through the day tomorrow, but a dry day, a chilly day, the last day in the 50s here for a little bit. And then we start to focus on the wetter pattern coming in later in the week. It starts with rain chances late Wednesday night, really thinking most of the rain holds off until Thursday. Now, compared to yesterday's computer model runs for Thursday, the rain and the heaviest rain has shifted east. We still think along 35 and east in with some decent rain chances on Thursday. But in the hill country, the forecast has trended quite a bit drier now for Thursday. Hopefully that trend reverses itself. Friday does look drier for all of us. And then rain chances start to come back on Saturday and decent rain chances on Sunday too. So we've got at least three days over the next week with... Relatively decent rain chances Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. The Friday and Wednesday rain chances are minimal at best. How much rain are we looking at? Well, these amounts have come down a little bit, especially for you in the hill country. But for the mes- uh, metro eastward, a tenth of an inch to about an inch with those amounts climbing as you head farther east. Looking at our first warning weather seven-day forecast, you see those 50s here Monday and upper 50s to near 60 on Tuesday. And then the 60s turn into barely 70s here as we head into Thursday. Rain chances peaking on Thursday, but plan ahead for next weekend. May feature rain both days and upper 60s.
2: This is KXAN Sports brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. The Texans began today with a chance to take first place in the AFC South, a place they haven't been in quite a while. They hosted Jacksonville, who is in first place with a 7-3 and record. Texans 6-4. Second quarter, Jaguars up 10 nothing. C.J. Stroud with the Looking for somebody, and he's still looking for him. But Stroud, just the patience, finding his main man Tank Dell in the end zone for the first touchdown of the day for Houston. Third quarter, 13 to seven, Jags. They fake the handoff. Stroud, he's going to bounce to the outside and run it in himself. And Houston taking a 14-13 lead over Jacksonville. Jacksonville would take the lead though, 24 to 14, and then Stroud finding. Nico Collins for the touchdowns will bring them within three. Then with 34 seconds left, Texans have a chance to tie it. Matt Amendola, his longest was 49 yards as a career. This is a 58-yard attempt, and he just missed it. Just short. And with that, the Texans lose. Jaguars remain in first place. Texans drop to 6-5. and They'll host Denver next Sunday at noon. The UT women's basketball team, they were in action yesterday, but the men were in action today at the Moody Center. We've got highlights against of the Longhorns against Wyoming when sports continues after this. Video. Today, Texas returned home to do something for the first time this season, and that's bounce back from a loss. The 4-1 Longhorns took on 4-1 and Wyoming at the Moody Center this afternoon. Pick up in the first half, defense turning into offense. Caden Shedger with the steal and the fast break dunk Texas up 8. Then near the end of the first half, what a day for Max A. Smith's Exhibit A. This three-pointer to beat the shot clock, and that would pretty much in the first half, 41 to 26, Texas. At that point, Longhorns up 16. The steal by Brock Cunningham ahead to Tyrese Hunter for the jam. And then Caden Shedrick with the block. Then Ace surveying the court comes down and he gets that one to go plus the foul. He scored a team high 23 points on the day. Caden Shedrick with the rebound layup. Shedrick had 17. And Texas rolls Wyoming 83 to 63. Or 86 to 63. All right, college basketball women's UT ended up a perfect 7-0 after their trip to paradise. For more, let's go over to Roger Wallace. The Texas Longhorns come to the Virgin Islands and they cruise to
0: a Paradise Jam Championship. They got to experience the island and the sights and all the activities that they may never do again in a place like this, but when they got inside of the gym, they dominated, beat Arizona State by 42, beat High Point by 62, and South Florida by 32 to sweep the tournament. Rory Harmon was the MVP, Taylor Jones on the all-tournament team, and Vic Schaefer said it all started WHEN THEY WENT INSIDE. thing that sticks out about this trip is how hard our kids practiced when they were here, how hard they went in shoot-arounds every day, their focus in shoot-arounds, they're just different. That Sunday game is UConn at Moody Center, but first, it's field trip on the 40 acres Wednesday morning when Oral Roberts comes to town and the school kids invade Moody Center. Texas 7-0 for the first time since 2018, and they win a holiday tournament for the first time since 2018 in the virgin islands roger wallace kxan news hmm. you think we're ever going to see roger come back from the virgin islands uh, or you think he he'll will be back good, tomorrow oh Willie, okay back tomorrow beautiful I good out there news. right yeah, yeah
2: yeah i'm sure he would like to stay out there for another week or a month or whatever but, absolutely why not uh, yeah all right <laughs> thanks
0: jonathan we'll be back in just a moment with a final look at your forecast stay right.
1: Ahead for us, our exclusive look inside a massive fentanyl bust, how the crime ring smuggled it into the U.S. Also, the major deals ahead of what's expected to be the biggest Cyber Monday ever. Those stories and more all ahead on Nightly News. All right, taking one final look at the forecast, a chilly day today. Will that go into the week? Now, that's going to go into your school day and, of course, back to work here tomorrow morning as well. Uh, at the bus stop tomorrow morning, Temperatures in the 30s, so make sure you bundle up the kids to start the day. 37 degrees with a mix of sun and clouds. Then we get some slightly thicker clouds during the afternoon and high temperatures of 57. That makes tomorrow the coldest day of the week ahead. Temperatures a little warmer on Tuesday, upper 50s to near 60, but another chilly start to Tuesday morning in the 30s. And then by Wednesday, we're back into the 60s, 70s on Thursday with uh, wet weather around, some showers and storms from time to time, and we actually carry that wetter than normal pattern into next weekend.